Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Historia podcast. Few things before we get started. I'm really sorry that I haven't uploaded an episode lately. I do have a full-time job, and with all of these new fucking restrictions and things that we have to change at work, my life has been hell. So now that we've gotten that part out of the way, thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast. I mean, you guys are amazing. And um, a few other general housekeeping rules. I don't even... Is it called that? Housekeeping rules? Anyways. um, We've moved from Patreon to Buy Me a Coffee. And with this service, you can still become a member like you would on Patreon and you would have access to like members only stuff. Um, but the only other difference is, is that you can also, if you can't afford to become a member on a monthly basis, you can also support the podcast by giving a donation. And um, they do have a store where I can upload content and you'd be able to have access to all the citations there. If you are a member, you can get them for free. Um, but uh, they do have a extra episodes or a podcast feature. Unfortunately, that's not available at the moment. And I have reached out to the company to ask when that would be. But they haven't been able to give me an ETA just yet. Um, but once that does become available, I have like about 10 episodes or something that's produced already that if it were to happen within the next few days, you guys would have access to that right away. Um, and so from today, when the episode is going up until the end of May or possibly until the end of June, depending on how much has been collected, I am going to be taking a portion of the membership fees and the money that has been donated and I will be splitting that between two charities. And so for this month, I will be donating it to the Canadian Breast Cancer Foundation, which is a cause that I hold very near and dear to my heart. And there's also the Canadian Feed the Children First Nations campaign, which aims to provide nutritional meals to children of uh, who live on the First Nation reserves and everything like that here in Canada, um, so they provide them with meal with like a meal program through their schools and provide them with nutrition uh, like nutrition education, and um, yeah. All right, we're done with the news. Let's get to the podcast. Uh, so, as tempted as I am. I am not going to be playing the theme song from The Big Bang Theory because I am not paying for copyright infringement and just to like play a clip of it is actually ridiculously expensive. Like holy crap people. Um, Disclaimer, not a scientist, just a normal office worker. Um, (laughs) But yeah... So how did this wonderful hot mess of a universe come to be? The Big Bang Theory is a cosmological model of the observable universe. And before you, like, you know, pause the shit and say, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? 
A cosmological model is a mathematical description of the universe that tries to explain the reasons for its current aspect and its evolution. The theory describes how the universe came to be from its initial state of high density and temperature. The Big Bang Theory is compatible with the hubble Limiter law um, that states that the further away galaxies are, the faster they are moving away from the Earth. And I'm going to get more into the kind of, I'm going to break that down a bit more for you later in the podcast. The hypothesis is that by using the laws of physics, we are able to use the theory of cosmic expansion, and by working backwards, they have been able to estimate that the world is approximately 3.8 billion years old, and um, this is also considered to be the age of the universe. So, one day, things are you know, swirling around up there doing whatever they're doing. And then everything blew up and the universe expanded and rapidly cooled, which allowed the subatomic particles to form. And eventually these particles formed atoms, which as we all know, makes up every fucking thing in this universe. These then formed these giant clouds, which comprised of large amounts of hydrogen along with trace amounts of helium and lithium and when you combined all that crap with gravity it gave us the first clusters of stars and galaxies that we see today and around these giant galaxies astronomers have noticed something that they've called dark matter um i don't know what that is don't ask me. I could not even bother researching that. I tried to, but then something, I don't know, something happened at work and I just... just. So, in 1927, Georges Lemaitre hypothesized that the universe can be traced back to its original point, which he called the primeval atom, and his theory would be later confirmed in 1929 by Edward Hubble through his research on redshifts. Um, So redshifts are defined as an increase in wavelengths with a corresponding decrease in frequency and photon energy of electromagnetic radiation or, for example, light. A negative redshift, also known as blue shift, is the opposite of a redshift. So there is a decrease in wavelengths with an increase in frequency and photon energy. And with Hubble's discovery, they were able to confirm that the galaxies were drifting apart. Can I just say one thing, though? Hubble came after. He discovered this two after two years after um, George discovered his shit. Why is his name first? G comes before an H. I don't get that. Wouldn't it be like, can we put it in alphabetical order so, like, you know, my dude can get his proper credit? Why is he... For decades, scientists were divided between two theories, the Big Bang Theory and the Steady State Model. So the Steady State Model states that the density of matter does not expand and remains unchanged because 
of the continuous creation of matter and sticks to the perfect cosmological principle that states that the observable universe is the same regardless of time and space. So it's kind of like, oh, this chipped away and then all of a sudden there's another freaking like atom. Let's just call them atoms. Let's, this atom has come and just like take another person's place. Kind of like if you're in an army and you're in formation and then boom, 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 three guys get shot down and then another three guys take them take their place. Like a shield wall. If you guys have ever watched Vikings, right? And so you're in your shield wall, right? And you still have like people at the back like as reserve. So boom, Igor falls. And then, I don't know, another Igor takes his place. So it's kind of like that. That's how I understood it. <laughs> Spent five minutes laughing about that. <laughs> All right, so. But when the cosmic, not but, but when cosmic microwave background radiation, or CMB, was discovered in 1964, cosmologists, cosmologists realized that the steady state theory was complete bullshit. And jumped ship. And once they did that, the Big Bang Theory became universally accepted. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the episode. Uh, you can subscribe to the Historia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. A link to all of these platforms will be available in the show notes along with links to our Instagram, Buy Me a Coffee, and our other social media pages. I've also included a few affiliate links uh, for some great books on the topic below. Um, so if you purchase any of these items off of Amazon, I do get a small commission at no extra cost to you. If you would like to send me an email, you can send that to the Historia Podcast and the number two at gmail.com. Thank you all very much for listening. I hope you are all staying safe. Um, I know this whole COVID situation has been going on much longer than any of us have expected, but fingers crossed, all of this shit will be over soon and we can hopefully go back to some form of normal. Um, but yeah, thanks again, everyone. Bye. Thank you.